0: Welcome to the all-new Marvelicious Toys podcast, hosted by the Astonishing Arnie, the Mighty Marjorie, and Captain Justin. Nah, just Justin. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages, and much more.
1: Marvelicious Choice version 2 episode 20. This is Marjorie.
2: Hi, do you remember me? This is Arnie. <laughs> Who?
1: What?
3: <laughs> hey everybody, this is Justin.
2: Sorry we've been away for a while. Two different things happened. None good. First, we had some life things get in the way. And second, we recorded a show and lost it. <sighs> but it has actually been brought back from the dead. So for people who just want to listen to us talk about some of the not comic-con stuff that will be available as well with this episode you can go back and hear us talk midsummer (laughs) but we
3: are happy to be back and be on a roll oh yeah yeah and i'm impressed with your necromancy arnie it's like you know the right time of year to bring things back from the dead and Making an episode that was gone from the planet come back? That's that's impressive. Uh,
2: computer necromancy. its I should add that to my resume right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a great show for you to come back to. We're going to be talking some PulseCon reveals, some store finds, some video game news, and purses. Yay! <laughs> but to start, Justin,
3: did you see the new mutants in theaters? <laughs> uh, well... I mean, no, I didn't. I was, I was going to make a joke about, like, having gone to the theater and, you know, there were some mutants there, but no, I, I, <laughs> I haven't been brave enough to go back out into theaters yet. I did. It was my first movie back at cinemas. I masked
2: up. I went to see it. You can hear my full thoughts on Now Playing's New Mutants review, but overall, not as bad as I expected.
3: Not the worst X-Men film of the series. Nice. I mean, I'll check it out when it becomes more readily available, but like, to me, it just feels like the the end of a, an era, or it was supposed to be the beginning of a new era, but now that everything's under the the Marvel brand now, this isn't going to go anywhere anyway, so <laughs> uh, I'm not super excited.
2: Well, if you listen to the review on Now Playing, it talks about how James McAvoy was going to be in this, and John Hamm, and Antonio Banderas, and what all the plans were for this movie— Before it became what it is. (laughs) Yeah. But you're waiting for it to be readily available. It is coming out on Blu-ray and 4K November 17th. It'll probably be on digital about a week before that, November 10th. Nice. And I have to say, Best Buy has a pretty kick-ass steelbook for this one. It's got the poster art from when it was more horror, where they're like screaming. And on the inside, it's got some funny skull art thing it's it's i actually really love the art on this steel book
3: Ooh, is that actually embossed on there or do you think that's just printed
2: i'm guessing it's printed if it's embossed that would be even better though it might be they do that on a lot of their steel books
1: so you spent this much time more time talking about the covers than you actually have about the movie well if you
2: go listen to the now playing review (laughs) i spent about an hour and a half or two talking about the movie, but we're
3: a collecting show, so we're talking about what you can collect from this unseen film. <laughs> Come on, merger, you're into packaging too. That's You gotta admit this looks cool.
1: It, it does look cool. I like the outside, and if it's embossed, absolutely, I think they've outdone themselves, but I bet it's not.
2: I wonder if this is one that'll go on clearance. You know, sometimes their steelbooks do not sell out, <laughs> mm. and I wonder because it's just,
3: it's New Mutants. What's this reminding me of? What was that? Was it the silencers where they had people coming through the walls like that? I know they did it in Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy came through the wall. Hmm. I kind of remember Michael J. Fox.
1: There was something else, Justin. I know what you... Yeah. Yeah.
3: The Frighteners. Frighteners. Thank
1: you. Yes.
2: That was also very cool with Gary Busey's son, Jake, coming through the walls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking the inside looks kind of like they live. Yeah. Getting that
3: vibe. Consume. Obey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of media stuff, you know, there wasn't San Diego Comic-Con this year, so I didn't have to get really upset about losing the Lego lottery, but Lego has an exclusive minifigure and they found a different way to distribute it. They are having a contest right now where you can, if you beat the Spider-Man game, you can link your playstation profile that has that trophy with lego and then it says many will enter few will win whoa so it's somewhat of a skills-based way of getting this so i have beaten the game i did link i'm crossing my fingers i have never gotten one of these directly from (laughs) lego and this year it's a miles morales one Which really is more tying into the PS5 and the new version
3: of the Spider-Man game that's coming out. Well, at least you have a shot. You know, it's better than hitting a yes-no thing on an iPad and finding out that you you didn't win.
2: I can never even get the ticket to get in line for the iPad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of things in the Spider-Verse, remember when they showed us... Wow, man, when was it? Way back, I feel like at the beginning of the pandemic, there was like... It went up on Walmart for pre-order, and then... It was at Toy Fair. It was Yeah. It, Toy Fair was literally one week before the pandemic. <laughs> right. Yes. And, you know, they started showing us some of these maximum Venom type of Venomized characters, and we weren't sure if there were going to be a wave or where some of them were coming. And turns out that two of them end up being part of the Venom Pool wave, and then there was a, a Venomized Captain America that ended up being just an exclusive... Well, that one you could have pre-ordered on Walmart's website, and I don't think they've shipped yet. They have not. I pre-ordered that night. Nice. Yep, me too. Haven't seen anything on it. But I was surprised to find them in store. They're they're shipping in a new little sidekick thing where there's, I think, about eight of them, two per side. And the interesting thing is, is they're shipping with that exclusive Gray Black Widow from way back in spring.
2: Seems like it would be a good time, you know, timing it for the Black Widow video release that would be
1: happening right now. (laughs) Right? All of that's just so sad. I mean, all the Wonder Woman and Black Widow stuff was hitting the stores, like, this spring when we were not able to leave our house. And it was just kind of like, oh, the life that could have been. Yeah, I do kind of wonder if
3: this, this Black Widow is, you know, a planned second release for home video, because some of them did trickle out to stores. I was in a in a Walmart months and months ago and found them on a display with the rest of the wave. So they did get out there to the stores, but I, I kind of wonder if this is like a, a reshuffling. Like, okay, well, we got this sidekick going out. Let's put some of these gray Black Widows out there since we didn't get them all out with the rest of them.
2: Well, we know that. The crow figure from the Eternals leaked out at a Target. That's a deluxe figure from the Eternals wave, and some of the Eternals figures were also found, but now Hasbro has canceled all orders for that, and even wholesalers have to place new orders at the
3: end of 21. That makes a little bit more sense. If there's not going to be a movie to support the line, they've already seen what happens to a wave if it's not directly tied to a movie, so... Before they get them out there and they know the movie's not coming right now, just hold off. Hold them until they make sense to put them with the media. There's
2: going to be so many movies. Shang-Chi just finished filming. Spider-Man 3 just started filming. Eternals and Black Widow are sitting in a can. Mm. (laughs) But what's funny is, you know, you're finding some of these Venomized figures in stores, but I ordered the venom pool
3: wave from entertainment earth it's like shipping 2021 yeah i'm not sure what's going on with that because i ordered that online as well and i received that like a month ago so yeah there's there's something going on internally because i'm not sure if e-tailers were supposed to send them out but i do know that they've started to show up at retail as well but target has a street date on them for the beginning of november here so they're, they're out there they're made I just don't know why there'd be a street date other than trying to trying to slow down the release of product.
1: Well, some people have reported that they have this really long ship date, like in the 2021 or whatever, but then like two days later it ships.
2: I ended up ordering the Venom Wave, the Venom Pool Wave, off Amazon because it says it's getting released November
3: 1st. And I'm like, that's a hell of a lot sooner than 2021. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see if that you know, gets moved up or maybe Hasbro's just, you know, starting to see the demand for some of these things and saying this is how long a second production run takes. So we've already shipped out everything from the first production run. Second one will be here in January.
2: Likewise, Amazon got the Gamerverse Joe Fix-It Hulk wave very early. I haven't gotten that. I haven't seen it in stores. I haven't gotten it from Entertainment Earth. I was able to get that from
3: Amazon Early October. Yeah, you got that about the same time I got my Venom Pool wave. And <laughs> it was one of those things where I think they hit about the same time. And I thought, well, okay, that just means they're going to start showing up. But neither of them really have. Like, I've found a couple of the Joe Fixit it waves sitting on the shelf at Target here and there, but have not seen the whole wave. So I've, I finally broke down and ordered it off Amazon and hopefully to be here in the next couple days. But my extreme joy, my biggest
2: store-find-happiness came at Target. Have you found the Storm and Thunderbird
3: 2 pack? I have, and I've actually seen restocks on it, so I'm not sure if it was one of those things where it was hard to find at first, or maybe I'm just living in an area where nobody cares about this pack, but yeah, I mean, I was excited to see it and pick it up the first time I saw it, and then last few times I've been at Target, it's just kind of hanging out.
1: We haven't had a restock of this one whatsoever. I was able to get it the first day, but to go back to a previous
2: show, remember, these sold out, Target's exclusives are nightmarish right now. Star Wars, Marvel, J.I. Joe, for whatever reason, they seem to sell out in two to three minutes at most. And I saw this selling, the Thunderbird and Storm 2-pack that is hanging out at your Target, Justin, and I see so many pictures online of stores with a dozen or more sitting on a shelf. and. Somebody online pre-ordered this and paid $190 on eBay.
3: Whoa. (laughs) That was (laughs) the sold price. Wow. I mean,
2: it's a good pack. Dang. And I thought it was going to be really difficult to order. And on that last show, I mentioned I went over to Zavi and thanks to Steve, a friend of ours in the UK, I ordered them from Zavi to be shipped to Steve, who would then ship them to me. But once we found these in Target, I was able to cancel cuz it was 50 pounds, so it was like $65 for the two pack. And then shipping to Steve was another 7 pounds, and then for Steve to ship it to me was going to be another 20 pounds. When I was looking at 190 a set, that seemed worth it. But I
3: thank goodness these things found their way out. I saved probably 100 bucks. Yeah. And I mean, I'll say this whole premium line that they've put out you know, they started to trickle out about a month ago, month and a half ago. Some of the single figures, like the Walmart exclusive cable started showing up. But I got to tell you, they're doing a good job of getting these out there. I feel like every store I go into has a pretty good selection of the two packs, the single figures. They're, they're all out there. It might take a little bit of hunting, but I think if you hit three or four stores in the course of a week, you'd be able to put this whole set together. So I got to give them Kudos for at least getting plenty of the product out there on these. What's it
2: like living in a city that has three or four stores?
3: (laughs) I mean, unless you're counting GameStops, we're not there.
1: (laughs) Hey, we're only down to two now.
3: Oh, no. Your mileage may vary. Let's
2: say that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, these are out there, and I think these were one of the panic items of the year. What I'll say is Target is selling out really quick. But when they start hitting stores, it also seems like they're coming back online, and if you're persistent, I've been able to get every Target exclusive I wanted, just very rarely during the pre-order. I don't know if they're like, okay, pre-orders are open, because Hasbro says we have to do it, so here's 10 for (laughs) pre-order,
3: and then the rest they just do when the figures come in. I mean, you mentioned it, and you're right. It's different from line to line, but it's all Hasbro stuff. Like, the the Star Wars Galaxy Edge stuff was like that at at the beginning. Like, ordering them online, they went out real quick. So, if you missed it there, you could try to find them in stores. But then, eventually, they restocked, so they became a little less hard to find. The one exception is this G.I. Joe line. Like, those sell out immediately, and you're lucky if you ever see them in the store. So... Who knows? Maybe, maybe they're still kind of hedging their bets on the Joe line and doing much lower production runs. But for right now, I think they're doing a good job with the, the X-Men stuff, right? And then in some other Legends
2: news, the Marvel Unlimited Premium Subscription Exclusive Figure has been announced. <laughs>
3: and it's Kamala Khan. <laughs> You know what this one did for me? Made you not want to subscribe? Exactly. And it reminded me that I needed to go track down the purple Deadpool from the last exclusive. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thank you, Unlimited, for reminding me that I needed to pick up the Deadpool and skip the Kamala Khan.
2: I think it's kind of a cool idea. This was straight from a comic book. She wore a Spider-Man top for an issue. It's a tunic. She teamed up with Spider-Man and put this on to feel like part of the team, but... This is the third repaint of this figure?
3: Yeah, and that's that's where I'm coming at from. it. It's a fine figure, and if you're a big fan of Kamala Khan and Spider-Man, it's a cool kind of oddity to have this figure. But I'm just burnt out on it. Like I feel like we've gotten this figure three times in the last year already. I like being a subscriber to Marvel Unlimited. They
2: have just announced they're having the time between a comics release and when you can get it on unlimited it's now three months it had been six months that's really awesome that i can pay a single price and read all of their new release comics just three months later i'm a busy person when i was buying physical issues i was lucky if i was getting to them in three months anyway so i like that membership but i'm let down repeatedly by these marvel figures now because we got the repaint Of the Punisher Venom. And we got the repaint of the Deadpool purple. Now we're getting the repaint of Kamala Khan. They used to give us some newness, you know? There used to be something new in there.
1: It used to be something that was really, really, really unique. Like when you got Rocket in his... Comic costume.
3: Yeah, but that was a repaint, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think your memory is kind of failing a little bit, too, Arnie, because I feel like it's always been repaints. Like, the one that sticks out in my mind the most is the gold Ultron. That was just a repaint. True. I guess what I keep coming back to is the year they did Rescue. Ah, yep. Rescue. But that, yep, that was instead of a repaint, it was putting out a figure that they had already done and just didn't have any place to put it. So that one that one almost felt more like a knife in the side rather than, than a premium way to get it
2: i think that there's other figures that have not gone into production phoenix Four, cyclops that would be very good for this yeah i'm doing subliminal man from snl <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but i just think kamala khan has come out a lot lately <laughs> yeah that i mean that's my bottom line is it just feels like oh another version of kamala khan but you know whatever I mean, it's it's an easy pass for me just because it's not doing much for me and I I don't have the time to read the, the books as much as I would like, so I would just be wasting wasting money on the subscription anyway, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to kind of track the pricing on this, you know, six months, eight months down the line and see if, you know, people got it and didn't care about it. I do think a lot of people are
2: able to buy Marvel Unlimited and just pay for their annual subscription by selling the figure because it's not available overseas. Yeah. So if you want to ship International on eBay, I always see them selling for about the $100 that it pays just to get the figure.
3: Interesting.
2: But on much, much cooler (laughs) news that was not expected, it just came out of nowhere, Amazon-exclusive Children of Thanos Marvel
3: Legends 5-pack. I'm going to go on on record and say this is great. And I'm, I'm one of the guys, and I know Arnie, you are too, that we went out of our way. To get all these figures are ready. You know, I see some people complaining like, oh, one's a Build-A-Figure, two are Build-A-Figures, and others two packs, and now they're saying, screw you, that you spent all this money. Whatever. These are upgraded versions of all these characters, and Cole Obsidian actually being movie accurate makes the price of entry well worth it.
2: I thought, after we did our big Build-A-Figure show at the end of last year... And you pointed out to me all the ways Cull was not movie accurate, but was far more comic accurate. It's bugged me. I'm like, we are never going to get that. Hasbro's never going to revisit Cull as a build a figure. It, there's going to be too much new sculpting. To, oh my God, they did
3: it! <laughs> and very impressively, too, I think all they really reused was the head and part of the arms. Like the rest of it is all new sculpting. That right there is worth the
2: price of admission to me, but I love the half-burned Thanos, too, from after the snap.
3: Yeah. I do feel like this Thanos has been released quite a few times, so I wouldn't have minded, you know, an upgraded or an alternate version of Thanos here. Maybe even in his, you know, tank top from the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, with removable head. Yep. (laughs) But no, looking at this, each and every one of these figures has got a new paint deco upgrade, you know? So they're all a little bit more accurate, which is always a good thing. It's not like they just threw the rest of them in there to surround a new coal obsidian figure. They've all been upgraded to some degree.
2: Yeah, I really noticed a paint upgrade on Squidward
3: there. <laughs> Yep, his his costume has been given a little bit of gold and some of the grey has been toned down from the previous version and yeah, I mean, all in all, it's it's a great pack. And what is it, like one nineteen on Amazon? Yeah, and I bet it's going to
2: get a Black Friday discount. A lot of these sets do, you know, or have a maybe closer to Christmas, they get twenty bucks, thirty bucks off.
3: Yep. Yeah, we've seen it with all these five packs, you know, the the A Force and all those, so Yeah, I'm
2: I ordered one, but I will order a second no matter what. But I'm really hoping just to save 20 bucks. (laughs) And then while we were away, Hasbro, instead of Comic-Con, had PulseCon, which was... Oh yeah, stay-at-home con. If you notice the little time marker there, on day one, they live-streamed for six straight hours. The Marvel team, the Star Wars team, I think it was the Power Rangers team... And if you want to watch any of the panels, you've got to scrub through six
3: hours on YouTube. <laughs> do, you, do you think it was all live or do you think any of it was pre-recorded? I mean, I feel like the Marvel team was live just because of some of the over-talking and stuff like that. But it's, it's hard to tell. Here's what I don't know, and I hate to be cynical. But after San
2: Diego Comic-Con on live, when I watched that New Mutants panel all excited and thought it was going to be live... And then they revealed, oh, we're recording this two weeks ahead of time, and one of the New Mutants was actually in the hospital the day.
1: The Superstore panel wasn't live either.
2: No, none of them were. Yeah. And so, I know they overtalk, but there's this thing called live on tape, where you don't edit anything, but you're not actually doing it live in the moment. So, would they have maybe recorded this a couple days earlier, in case somebody showed up late or something, so that... You got some breathing room, and then just without any editing, put it out during this quote unquote live stream. And that way, the team can read the comments as they go, too, versus being live and not, and then they have to go back and read all the comments as they go and try to figure out what people are talking about. If they watched themselves live, they'd be able to get the feedback as it goes. So, I hate to be cynical, but because they never say, oh, this person said this in the comments, or this person asked a question, because they never do that, I am a little cynical about it.
3: I, I don't know if it's live-live or just live on tape. I mean, that's a good point. And to be honest with you, I mean, sure, you know this, this. the Trying to gather all these different teams on different live streams and put them all together in, like you said, a six-hour live stream, that could be somewhat of a nightmare. So. Yeah, if it's pre-recorded by a day or two, that's fine. It's not like the information's stale.
2: Yeah, it's still the reveal. It's just, I guess it's all the same, because they're not interacting with the people watching either way. But what I love, every time they do this, sometimes they call it Fan First Friday, sometimes they call it Marvel Monday, and they just keep hopping around the days and come up with alliterative names. But I love the Easter eggs. If you look behind Dan, if you look behind Ryan, you know, just seeing the stuff that they haven't announced yet. It was behind, I think, Ryan on a previous live stream that you saw the re-release of the Rogue on the Retro card that's coming out. But on this presentation for PulseCon, there was one item that really caught my eye more than others. (laughs) If you look behind Jesse Falcon, what is that? It is Tendril from the Inhumanoids line. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it was doing there, but I love Inhumanoids.
1: Everyone's new hobby is what's in the background on everybody's shelves on all these reporters and Zoom calls.
3: (laughs) Uh, That's pretty great. Maybe I was just too distracted by being jealous about Dwight's workspace. I mean, I think we finally got to see a little bit of behind the scenes of where they all work. And, you know, Dwight and everybody's been at home recently. But on this one, it looked like Dwight was actually at his desk at Hasbro headquarters, and it's just filled with shelves of figures that he's made. It is. It is gorgeous.
2: But the biggest thing, I think, for us that they announced, and they announced a lot on Pulse, but a new line of five POA figures. Why would we care?
3: Because they're tapping into our nostalgia. Yeah, like in a what-if type of way, because Kenner did not have the license, For Marvel back in this era. So this is kind of a walking the line of what if Kenner had the license back in the 70s and 80s and was doing a line kind of akin to vintage Star Wars. Yeah, because Mego had the license in the
2: 70s and early 80s and then Secret Wars was Mattel in 84 and then we had Toy Biz really start in the very early 90s. And Toy Biz then went all the way up until Hasbro in the early aughts. But yeah, let's face it. It's a chance to walk in the path
3: of the Star Wars retro figures and be like, ooh, we'd like some of that money. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's legit. I mean, because it has each of these figures and each of the cards has an alternate universe feel to it. Like, it really does feel like something I would have seen on the shelves as a kid.
1: I love the art on these, and I love how they can... They just get to create it from the ground up, which is so cool. And I I know, I just think they're really great. The art is amazing.
2: All of this art is by John Tyler Christopher.
1: Oh, the guy who did the Star Wars figure comics.
2: Mm-hmm. And we interviewed him. Still one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. And you can watch that on our YouTube channel or go into our archives for New York Comic Con a few years ago. But he's doing the art for all of the packages. They said they've been working on this line for two years, and they have
3: big plans for the line. Nice. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I think this is cool as an oddity, and I like that they're kind of bite-sized waves. You know what I'm saying? Like, this first wave is six figures and then two exclusive, so eight figures all together. If they want to do eight figures every year, I'm down with it. But if this becomes like, a, oh, man, we're up to 40 figures every year in this line, ugh. That might get to be too much. I still remember being at Toy Fair when they
2: announced the Marvel Universe line. And David Vonner's up there. And I hadn't met the man personally yet, but he's giving this talk. And I'm sitting there next to Marjorie. And I'm looking at these three and three quarter inch Marvel Universe figures. And I'm like, oh, those look really nice. Oh, God, can I get Marjorie to let me buy them? Oh, boy, I think I really want some of these. And then David Vonner says these words. We have 100 figures planned in the first two years. And I'm like, nope.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It was nope right up until it was, yep. (laughs) Now I have to go back and collect those 100
2: figures I missed. But I'm just saying it was very, very daunting to think about a collection growing like that. So yeah, if they're like, we have 100 retro figures in the next two years, that's a little much hmm But these are decently priced. They come in two-packs, and they're sleeved so that you always get the cards unpunched. $19.99 for a
3: two-pack. Yeah, 10 bucks a pop, not bad. And, you know, so far, what we're seeing is, you know, the usual suspects. There's a Cap and Black Panther two-pack. There is a Iron Man and Cyclops two-pack, a Spider-Man and Electro two-pack, and then... They have an exclusive, and the only way to get it is if you order the entire set off of Hasbro Pulse. It's a two-pack, repaints, essentially. It's Iron Man and Black Panther. Like a chromed-out version, kind of like they're doing on the Star Wars side with these carbonized figures. So they're kind of metalized, and the cards are foiled. Here's what I don't get about these
2: exclusive figures. I watched the live stream twice, and Ryan is talking about them. And he says you can buy these in two-packs. They're available to order on Pulse now, either as three two-packs, which is six figures, or for $80, one eight-pack. But what Ryan said specifically is these foil variants are going to be chase versions of the figures. So does that mean...
1: Oh my God, how many boxes do I have to buy?
2: Well, I don't understand entirely. Is he saying in this eight-pack... There's these two figures and then foil variants of these two figures? Or is he saying that these two figures are chase figures at retail that you guarantee yourself when you buy the eight pack in advance?
1: That made my head (laughs) hurt. I
3: I think the last thing you said is probably closer to the truth. I think it's probably, you know, when these ship out to the store, they'll get a case that has six Iron Man, six Spider-Mans in it, and one set of the the special Iron Man and special Black Panther. So, yeah, somewhat of a chase. So they might send them out like the old
2: Ultimate Galactic Hunt Star Wars did, or the first oh. day of issue Star Wars things. Don't
1: you remember what we used to call those?
3: Uggs. Yep. <laughs> Possibly, or maybe they, they won't even hit retail. Maybe they are limited to Hasbro Pulse. I mean, it says Hasbro Pulse exclusive right on the site, so might be the
1: Honestly, these with the packaging are something that someone who only knew that you liked Marvel, if they saw these and they were looking for a Christmas gift, this is what they would pick up. They're bright. They're colorful. It's got great art. I love these figures. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean? That's, it's like a good impulse gift buy because it's, it's catchy. It's bright. And I think that's what a lot of the Star Wars mix- misses because it's dark and all the card backs are black. It just kind of blends in. You walk down the toy aisle, this is really going to pop out at you.
2: More things I'm thinking that I don't feel were made clear in the live stream. So, if you buy these on Pulse, you're buying two packs. And they're coming in a sleeve box, and all of them are unpunched. When they ship to retail, are they going to be sold in the two packs and take up shelf space? Because it would be so much cooler to see them on pegs. I mean, I know they'd be punched, but... I think that would be very cool. I love going down the Hot Wheels aisle. I never buy them, but I love
3: looking at all the Marvel art on the cards and how colorful it is. Well, that, That's a good question. You know, I mean, if if you are concerned about having these unpunched and in collector condition, then yeah, now is the time to order them directly from Hasbro instead of waiting to see what happens at retail. But like, yeah, I like the idea of maybe these showing up in a shipper thing and, you know, sitting on the end of the toy aisle. But hey, you know what? Funko and Reaction have been in this space for years, and I don't see any reason why Hasbro can't hop in and offer us better quality versions of these things. I mean, I just have to
2: say I ended up buying like six of these the day they went up.
1: What? <laughs> I... Oh, no, no, Arnie. Well,
3: yeah, i I have to hear the reasoning behind six.
2: Because I thought the foil cards were Chase's. And so I got six thinking maybe one of the six will have the foil cards.
1: But did you open them? They won't ship till Um, 21. So maybe, can you cancel any? Yes. Okay, so (laughs) this is very confusing.
3: Oh, yeah, I think you misunderstood that, Arnie. I'm pretty sure each of these sets that you order is going to come with two of the the foil versions. But what does chase mean? I'm guessing it has something to do with the way they're going to be sent to retail.
2: I do love the backs of the cards, too, because I remember being a kid and having some Marvel figures and G.I. Joe figures where you'd cut stuff out. It would have the dashed line for you to cut, and it looks like there's a trading card on the back and then some text about the character. Of course, because they're doing it internationally, it looks like it's two
3: long paragraphs when, in fact, it's a sentence in five languages, (laughs) but... They've gotten pretty good with the multilingual stuff, though. Like, when they first switched over that a few years ago, it did seem like a jumble of text. And this does too, but, like, the artwork is first and foremost here. You know, you see that cutout card, you see the little paragraph, you see the background. But then, yeah, then your eye wanders to the wall of text. I think it's the font that
2: makes the multilanguage look a little odd to me. But I'm really enjoying the retro figures on the Star Wars line. And I am excited for these. I, I, blanch a little bit at a ten dollar price for a five POA three and three quarter inch figure, but I understand plastics more expensive, and it's not being one or two dollars higher than I would like isn't going to stop me
3: from getting these. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, like, would you feel better if it was seven ninety nine? I mean, at that point, it's it's the same price essentially. <laughs> two dollars here, two dollars there. Pretty soon, you're talking real money right (laughs) gonna chase
2: down people at hasbro i want my two (laughs) dollars but i i have to ask because it's me you know they did this retro line but why didn't they just do like they're doing with the legends i mean they said this is an imagining of what if kenner had the marvel line back in the 80s and you know that's Or even the 70s, really, with this level of articulation. Even the Return of the Jedi Kenner figures had more. But when I look at this style, what I think of is Secret Wars. And what Mattel did. And the shields and things. And I'm like, why not just use the Secret Wars art? I mean, admittedly, this is more colorful and it's actually cooler. But if you want to really go retro,
3: redoing Secret Wars would be awesome. Who's to say that they won't in the future? Maybe they're still trying to hammer out the legality of, of that and who owns... I mean, does Mattel owns that artwork style, but do they own the logo of Secret Wars? I, I don't think so.
2: I don't think they own the logo at all because I'm a 1984 Secret Wars collector. In the past few weeks, I've gotten an unopened box of Secret Wars trading cards. I've gotten an unopened bag of Secret Wars balloons all with the same logo. I go back to what Hasbro did with the Marvel Universe line, where they released those eight two-packs, all with the different Secret Wars comic in it. And John Tyler Christopher himself has done the Secret Wars homage comic books. I mean, if you can do the comic covers that reproduce the Mattel art, I have to think that this intellectual property
3: of the design is actually the property of Marvel. Mm -hmm. It's very possible. And, you know, like you said, this is something they're going to keep doing in the future. So, I mean, it would be an easy style for them to go forward with. And like you said, maybe there is a little bit of legality between Mattel and Hasbro with, you know, reproducing something. Especially since retro is so big right now. I mean, everybody's doing it. There's He-Man figures that look exactly like they did when we were kids. So, maybe Mattel's just being jerks and not releasing the the okay for this style of packaging.
2: Yeah, and again, the packaging they're doing is so colorful and cool. It just as a Secret Wars fan. I mean, that was possibly my favorite comics run it still may be my favorite comics run, to be perfectly honest. It changed things, it was self-contained, I didn't have to read 80 crossover issues, it was the first of its kind, I really liked that, so to see some of these retro figures in this retro style would be cool. I mean, they did go back to the Toy Biz stuff, if you remember that Amazing Spider-Man, what was it, a a 7-pack that they did, it was an Amazon exclusive, they weren't Five POA, they were some repaints on Marvel Universe
3: figures, but it was a fun pack. Oh yeah, and I mean they've carried that look through on the new six inch retro line. So I mean that's that that was toy biz, you know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm. they basically own the toy biz catalog and they can do that. And and who knows? Maybe maybe they know something we don't know. And maybe the new way, phase of MCU is building towards a Secret Wars type of thing eventually. And now is not the time for. You know, promoting that.
2: The Russo said they would come back if there's secret wars, and both Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans have said it would have to be the right story,
3: but they're not closing the door. Yeah, I mean, that might be, you know, six, eight years down the line, but, you know.
1: Chris Evans will be busy serving on the U.S. Senate on his way to the presidential office.
3: President (laughs) Captain
2: America.
1: Can you think of a better president? He's already (laughs) trying to unite everybody.
2: He'd have my vote. Me too! So let's look at the figures specifically. We'll just kind of go through them pretty quickly here. The first two-pack, as you mentioned, Electro and Spider-Man. And they've gone with really bright colors on both of those. The red is a little darker on Spider-Man, but a really bright blue on the outfit.
3: Yeah, I I love the looks of them, and... Honestly, I prefer these more neutral poses in these retro figures, and I'm glad they didn't go with that more like hunched over, slightly bent arm look of the Mattel Secret Wars. Like that, that style has never appealed to me, and this does feel more like a classic vintage toy. Electro
2: looks like I don't think he he doesn't, but just the colors they used on that
3: yellow make me think of the old glow in the dark toys of the '80s. Oh yeah, I can see that. That slightly translucent kind of vibe to it. Then we have the
2: Iron Man and Cyclops 2-pack. That is a really odd combo to me. I'm like, I do not understand that pairing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, whatever. They're both Marvel characters, I guess, is basically (laughs) the, the, the tie there.
1: They both have yellow. It's color themed. It's yellow.
3: With the six they made, you're going to have one odd pairing because they are throwing one X-Men character into this otherwise Avengers and Spider-Man-themed wave. Maybe they should have, instead of doing Iron Man or Cap or Black Panther, done one other X-Men.
2: Wolverine seems an obvious choice, right? Right. Iron Man, Captain America, and Wolverine and Spider-Man are going to sell. But you got to keep some big hitters for Wave 2. But yeah, if they hadn't done... Iron Man, that would be a big hitter for Wave 2. I liked that the Spider-Man, though, did Electro as, like, a villain. You had a bad guy and a good guy. But the other two pairs are just
3: a pair of good guys. Yeah. And also, I mean, but like you said, for future Waves, I mean, now that they broke the mold and they have part of the Sinister Six in there, it's like, well, then they can just keep doing that. You know, you're going to get a Doc Ock eventually and maybe even a Rhino on a slightly bigger card. So it'll be fun to see how this progresses. Yeah. Here we said we don't want too many of them and now we're already making a wish list.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then the third two-pack, as you said, Captain America and Black Panther. And these really scream comic to me, the way Black Panther isn't black, but kind of gray and has blue hands and boots with black stripes on them because in the comics they didn't ever draw him straight black you really can't see it they have to be the highlight colors
3: yeah i mean and we've seen this paint app already i mean there was a a marvel universe figure of black panther that had a very similar paint scheme like this and i think one of the retro black panthers had something similar to this too so what i think is interesting is this also sets a precedent that They are willing to do accessories. I know you can't do Captain America without a shield, but the fact that he has a shield means that going forward, other characters can have some pack-ins if they decide to do some guns or weapons.
2: I think they could go back to how Secret Wars had Wolverine's claws snap on his wrist so he could
3: have claws extended or not. It would be interesting. Maybe they can do like an old vintage style Star Wars thing where there's a tab under his wrist that extends like a lightsaber out of his hands.
2: (laughs) That would be really, really awesome. I'm just going to (laughs) say.
3: And then when we get down to the
2: variants, I understand that the variants are going to be more metallic. But just even so, the paint scheme, the variant Black Panther looks almost like a charcoal with a steel for the boots and
0: gloves.
3: Yeah, it's not just like, you know, slapping a a spray thing on there that makes them a little bit shinier. They, they actually did different colors. Like you said, there's a, a gunmetal gray rather than the blue for the boots and gloves.
1: It's like a stealth outfit.
2: Yeah. And then for Iron Man, the variant is far less 80s toy. The m- regular release has water gun colors is what I think of. You know, just that bright <laughs> yellow, the bright red, like you'd get on water guns back then. But the variant is more gold instead of yellow
3: and more maroon instead of bright toy red. What I'm liking is the the comparison of the two card arts. It's the same card art, but if you look at the foil one, they even added more highlights to the actual drawing. Like you can see more of the white On his armor showing through than on the regular version. You're right. I'm noticing it on the helmet specifically going across the eyes. Yep, and the muscles on his leg. You know, you really get some bright white highlights there. Whereas on the regular card, they're more muted. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I'm curious to see it in person. Is Are they representing
2: a graphic, you know, a computer-generated version of what shiny foil would be? Or is it going to be a different colored card like that? Oh, good point. But I'm looking forward to this line. I can't wait to get it in my hands. And, you know, they said they have big plans. They've been working on this for two years. It's a passion project for the team very interested to see where it goes from here and compared to the Star
3: Wars ones I'm just thanking my lucky stars these are not exclusives. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about them too. I'm glad we talked about them as I feel like it's I don't I don't want to say they fell through the cracks with everything else that was announced, but I definitely feel like it's not getting the the coverage and the love that I think they deserve. I agree. I mean, they announced a lot of
2: legends and they were very cool legends during the PulseCon too, but this was something Totally new, totally different, that just took me by surprise. I never
3: expected them to do this. And in five years from now, we'll be talking about a retro, nostalgic wave of Marvel Universe figures. Another new thing, it was not
2: announced at PulseCon, it was a new release information. They're coming out with another Captain America shield. This one is the shield as it will look in the Falcon and Winter Soldier live-action series that would be airing now, if not for COVID.
1: But they're filming! <laughs> There's a ton of behind-the-scenes photos coming out from filming that are leaked that are... They're so amazing. They make it look really, really good.
3: I'm scanning this box and looking for, like, a call-out that, that says, Another Captain America shield! But it doesn't seem to say that.
1: Hmm. <laughs> are you being sarcastic now?
3: Never.
2: This is a plastic shield. It's up for sale now. It's 100 $100. Marjorie immediately said, You're buying it, right?
1: You are, and you told me you already bought it. It's actually different, Justin, if you want to get technical. I mean, it is a different shield.
2: Yeah, I did a comparison because this is the fourth oh, release <laughs> of the Captain America shields. Since they first did this Legends roleplay.
1: And I just want to say that neither of you can throw shade on this because of variance.
3: No. (laughs) I I will throw shade, but, like, very much tongue-in-cheek knowing that I have...
1: Okay, because it's different.
3: The same affliction, just in a different area. Well, in
2: 2016, they did the movie-styled plastic shield. And it had darker colors. Marjorie has this hanging upstairs... And it's got a little detail in the star, but then they came out with the metal one that even has more detail in the star and is really a very good replica. Well,
1: it's actually different color blue because of metal on plastic. It's more of a the royally blue that he used.
2: And I kick myself every day for not buying a couple more of these when Toys R Us was going out of business and they had a stack of them for 50% off because right now on Amazon, this metal shield is $1,200.
3: Whoa. But rightfully, what would you do?
1: I have one sitting in the living room.
3: Yeah, what would you do with a bunch of them? Just turn them into sleds? (laughs) I'm sure Marjorie wouldn't object to a wall of shields.
2: I already
1: have a wall of shields as soon as I get my room painted.
3: (laughs) All right.
2: So then in 2019, they re-released it for the 80th anniversary of Marvel, using comic colors. Much brighter colors than the original Plastic Shield. Same mold, but different colors. And it
1: looked
3: different enough. Yep, that one I remember like seeing side by side, and being like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're doing more of a comic color scheme.
1: And this is the most... The, the new one is the most different of all of them.
2: It really is, because it has kind of that falcon outfit design in the star with the little pentagons and it's got the ring in the silver and I'm like okay I wanted to do some research though so I went back to end game and looked at when Tony gave Steve his shield and there's no ring in that silver there's no trapezoid in that star you know looking at him in the final battle it got dirty but no ring in that in that shield but if you look at the shield that old Steve gave Sam,
3: it's got those patterns. Interesting. So Steve brought back a different shield from the future. Yeah, or the past. Or the past and kept it until that day. Yeah. Interesting. So there's a story behind that shield's origin. So this shield
2: that is going to be in the series was set up as a different design in Endgame and I don't think anybody but the prop designers paid any attention.
1: No, because that scene's so quick. And honestly, you're just more enraptured by this exchange that's going on. And then you forget about it because who doesn't cry when Peg and Steve are, Peggy and Steve are dancing?
3: Wow, this, this is actually way cooler than I thought it would be. Because like if this was Star Wars we're talking about, like the difference between the lightsabers from movie to movie, that was just the prop department doing their best to replicate the other one. This feels purposeful. Like, there's a story behind why they made these small changes to the shield. See? And your initial thought was, another shield. Right. But
2: this is cool. Yeah. You brought me around on it. Well, you can pre order it now. And if it, judging by the previous Legends roleplay items, it's only going to go up in price. <laughs> Let's just hope it sticks around till the show makes it. <laughs> <laughs> then, in some other news. Marvel Shop. I have spent way too much money there. I have one of the Marvel MasterCards that got me 10% off my purchases and things. Woo! It is no more.
1: I've forgotten about it for so long, so... I mean, I'd been shopping there since it looked like this.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) No, this was a GeoCity site, apparently.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Remember some of these things? I'm looking back. I'm like, remember they had the, it was, you can look, it's right around the time of Iron Man 2 when they had like the Captain America Iron Man or Iron Man 1 with the Ironmonger and selling the giant life-sized Hulk statue from Ed Norton's
3: Incredible Hulk. Wow. And the game, Don't Wake Hulk. Did you actually have this screenshot or did you, did you way back machine this? I way back machined it, but I remember it.
2: (laughs) They had Superhero Squad for X-Men Origins Wolverine. I mean, this is fun. Well, the legacy of Marvel Shop is no more. It has finally been absorbed by Shop Disney.
1: I thought that's where it always was recently.
2: The exclusives had been shared between Marvel Shop and Shop Disney, by and large, and their deals were the same. But Marvel Shop, I mean, that screenshot I just showed you predates Disney purchasing Marvel. And so Marvel had kept its own store presence this whole time, although I feel like in later years it was operated by the same people who do shop Disney.
1: Okay, because it seemed to be almost... I didn't see any difference, I guess.
2: Hmm. The difference is I didn't have to stare at Mickey Mouse while buying Wolverine. Got it. (laughs) The difference is... Goofy doesn't email me from Marvel Shop going, Uh oh, you forgot something (laughs) (laughs) And what I find really weird is when I'm going to Disney and searching for carnage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was a terrible day on the teacup ride. (laughs)
2: Because on November 2nd, there was a surprise drop of a Diamond Select Toys Disney Store exclusive Carnage being released. But I'm going to shop.marvel.com, but now apparently to Shop Disney
3: and looking for Carnage. I just don't see those going together. No. But man, this brings up just how sly Diamond Select has been with some of these new products, man. Like... This carnage out of nowhere on the Star Wars side, like, they're all of a sudden producing Boba Fett and Darth Maul in this line, like, all this stuff is kept secret pretty well, so kudos to those guys for not letting any of that leak until they were ready to go. They never do. When it's a Disney Store exclusive, Disney handles all
2: product announcements. So, every Disney Store exclusive there's ever been, I don't think any have leaked it's always been announced by Disney. I don't know how this one got out there, but the Boba Fett, the Darth Maul, the Boba Fett was first spotted when it appeared
3: at a Disney park. Right. Yeah, no No leaks along that entire production line is impressive this day and age. Yeah.
2: Diamond, I feel, is a unsung hero of the action figures. I'm really excited for the new Star Wars stuff, but you can hear us talk about that on Star Wars Action News. But at Disney, Disney's Marvel site, they've had this thing going on lately. I don't know what to call it. I guess a promotional platform called Marvel Mania.
1: This seems rather subdued for something called mania. Marvel Mania! Yeah, there you
2: go. I tried to be manic. This encompasses so much that I'm like, just, wow. Do you need Incredible Hulk boxing gloves or Captain America boxing gloves? Maybe. Maybe. You can find them as part of Marvel Mania. But I mean, I'm talking corrective lens glasses, maglite flashlights, clothes of all kinds, virtually everything I can imagine. But as part of all of these different tie-ins, one popped out of nowhere on Wednesday, October 14th. Coach Marvel. Now, (laughs) I, I know Coach because... I have bought my wife a coach or two for Valentine's Day and (laughs) Christmases, (laughs) and-
1: I have a problem, okay?
2: She's the Simelda Marcos of purses. I do
1: like designer purses.
2: (laughs) And we've seen Marvel bags before, and she's just like, I can't carry that.
1: (laughs) Well, they had some Dooney and Burke ones when they did the Marvel Marathons, which they're not doing any of that right now, and- I'm sorry, I used to love Loungefly, but they've really been missing in both Star Wars and Marvel lately. And what happened was they got bought by Funko. And ever since then, I feel it's very rote what they're offering and there's not much originality like there used to be. And those are super cheap bags anyway. Yeah. Loungefly only seems to make tiny backpacks and there's a limit to how many tiny backpacks one person needs. But this has hit me like in my area. (laughs) I mean, yeah, some of those things in the past, they they just kind of look like
3: clip art thrown on whatever item they had laying around. But I'm not into purses, but, you know, even just on the periphery, I've heard of Coach, and I know that that's quality. So it's got to be pretty exciting that Coach and Marvel are getting together for something like this. But this wasn't quite Coach. This is Coach Outlet. What
2: is the difference?
1: Well, I've never bought an item from the Coach Outlet, period. Usually the outlet...
2: You have now.
1: Well, I have now, yes. But Coach Outlet, the ones like that are actual brick-and-mortar stores, often get past-season things that didn't sell, or things specifically manufactured for the outlet at a lower price point. You don't get the same level of service. I mean, I have a Coach Lady at the Coach Store in Soho. When I buy... I get handwritten cards included in my box, thanking me for my business and wishing me well. She knows me by name back before COVID. They would call me with specials when they had new things in that they thought I'd like because they know what I like. But the Coach Outlet, you don't get that. They're not the boutique experience like you get. So I've never bought anything there.
3: Yeah, outlet stores are usually like Ross and TJ Maxx type of experiences, right?
1: Yes, it's like that of designer purses. Yeah, it's kind of that. So I've never bought anything. Now, a couple months ago, I guess, well, pre COVID, they had a Star Wars collection. Eh, it was okay. I mean, they had some Ewok stuff. They had some Bauchlea stuff, a Bauchlea tote bag. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I don't think I'd carry that. They were really heavy on the browns. And I don't really care for a lot of brown purses. I don't think I even have any brown purses, do I? No. But it just wasn't my jam. As much as I love Star Wars, I'm like, Yeah, I just, I couldn't pay $200 for the Bausch Tote for some reason. It didn't hit with me. But then Coach Marvel hit. And by the way, thank you every single person who texted me or Facebook messaged me to let me know that this collection was out there because you guys blew me up and I love you for that. But I think we bought just about everything, didn't we, Arnie? This is the thing is,
2: it went up on that Wednesday in the early evening. By the time I got to the site, I was pulled there by a post on Twitter and things were already selling out.
1: Yes. Now, they had a Basquat line earlier that also sold out at the outlet, but still in the main Coach stores. I see the blank faces. I see both two blank faces. What Simon. is a Basquat line? Basquat? It's an <laughs> artist.
3: Okay. Ah, huh, there was a movie about him.
1: Yes, there was. Yes. Anyway, it was a frantic, frantic 20 minutes of trying to add stuff to the cart. So with the way Coach works, or the outlet works at least... On hot things, you can add them to the cart, but then some, you get there, and it's like, oh, someone else has this, and you can't, and you have to keep doing this. And there were, like, a gazillion things I wanted, because I think they really knocked the styles out of the park. I mean, they had your standard, they had some crossbody bags, they had some belt bags. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of crossbody. Is a
2: belt bag a kind word for a fanny pack?
1: Slightly different shape.
0: <laughs> it, it's more of a
1: square versus the whatever shape a fanny pack is. Is that the shape of, like... Losing your dignity? I
2: don't know what that is. <laughs> but, you know, we ended up having to place three orders because a couple of things Marjorie <laughs> wanted were almost gone, which meant they were in somebody else's cart, and I just had to sit there, refresh, add to cart, refresh, add to cart for, like, an hour, and then we went back a couple days later and wanted other things, and I still had to refresh, add to cart to get them. But I think your favorite item is... a.
1: Uh, patchwork tote bag this tote i freaking love this tote now i do want to point out this is the first time i've ever bought a coach signature i don't like it when it has a logo i don't like doing i don't like paying five hundred dollars to do your advertising so i never buy the signature print items you can't see it can you it's, it's really it's faint
2: faint on it even I, in per- even in person, you can barely
3: see all the C's
2: for yeah, Coach. Yeah,
1: I, and I didn't even know it was a signature print until we got it.
3: Oh, the pattern. Y-
1: yeah, okay, so I'm sorry. The signature print is usually got the C or the Coach or sometimes the carriage. All right. So I fell in love with this tote, and one of the main reasons I think I fell in love with this tote is they knocked it out of the park with the straps. Those straps are so freaking retro. They're amazing. They're just the stars and the stripes. It's beautiful. I had to have that tote. And they
2: also have some other stuff that they called part of the Marvel line, but I can't see anything
3: Marvel about it. It just says, Coach!
1: But it's in Comic Sans, and it looks like a word bubble from a comic.
3: (laughs) As a graphic artist, I have to correct you that that's not Comic Sans, but it is a comic-y font. I'll I'll grant you that.
1: Okay. Well, okay. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, the font police will get me now.
2: I've been looking at the word coach too much, but I think that bag, I think that bag is calling for Craig T. Nelson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like Luther better. But they had some really cool designs. They had this, they had a zippered wallet that went with it. They had a wristlet that went with it. So they also had some crossbody bags, which I think could be unisex. I think that anybody could carry this Spider-Man bag and look okay.
3: I think it's a square purse. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It has a strap and it's not very big. So whatever I could keep in there, I could keep in a pocket, but
1: eh. It's on a male mannequin.
3: True. I'm 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 not making any like suggestion that it's, you know, specifically male or female. It's just, I wouldn't carry a strappy thing, I guess, but... With Spider-Man on it, I, I'd be a little bit more apt to think about it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think the the shape of it, because it's more rectangular and it has Spider-Man, I think it makes it a little bit more unisex. The fanny pack is unisex, and they are in.
3: What Now, what are these, like, charm things? Like, what's this gummy bear and the cap shield?
1: <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> So the Metal Bear, they just have these bag charms that you can put on your bag. They're super cool. I've got some dinosaur ones for one of my bags. They're awesome. Now, these are heavy. I was surprised at how heavy these were because I've never bought the bears before. I'm not a bear person, but I had to have the Captain America bear.
2: Is bear a coach thing? Do they do bears for whatever reason? Just Mm -hmm. coach bears?
1: They have bears in signature print. They have bears in other prints. Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. This is going to help a little later on. Ah.
1: Okay, <laughs> and like the the shield is like, you can put on your, actually either one of them you can put on your keychain, put on your bag, I mean, they're decorative.
2: The two items I had to fight for that night was the Captain America bear charm, and then this... Captain America, it looks like a sugar cookie.
1: It does. It does. <laughs> it does. But it's like a luggage tag or something? Yeah, I mean, just something to put on your purse, like the little, lug- little bag charm. Or the bear actually has a key ring on it so you can make it. But I would not use that because it looks like it. A- I don't think the paint's delicate, but it looks like it's very delicate. But then who the hell drives a car with keys anymore? All right. So my pe- my keys just sit in my purse.
3: I'm, I'm learning. So this is, yeah, this is like flair you know?
1: Flair, yes, it's Flair. I skipped out on the Captain America comic print bag. I just thought it was kind of eh. It looks like something that somebody just made make out of fa- like old bed sheets or something.
2: Yeah, it does look like a fabric you'd find at Joanne's. Yeah,
1: so. I wasn't too thrilled with that bag, even though it was Captain America.
2: They also had hang tag type tags. You got the Captain America one of those, and I had to fight for it.
1: Yes, that, that one you had to fight for it. They also had some like laptop sleeves and iPad sleeves, which were really nice. I got the Black Panther one.
2: I kind of liked it. It fits an iPad Pro, the larger size, just barely. And I kind of liked the black with the subtle purple panther. I had to think, you know, would I use this? Would I pull this out in an airport? And I looked at that black panther and went, yeah, I'd do
1: that. It's actually a lot more subtle in person. I mean, you really have to look at it to see the purple. It's not near as bright as that. And you,
2: of course, got the Captain America one.
1: Yes, I did.
2: I think that white's going to get dirty, though.
1: Yeah, but I can put leather protector on all these. Oh.
2: I also bought myself a couple of wallets. They do have men's stuff there, Justin. I couldn't decide between two Spider-Man wallets. One is like a black and white newspaper print. And one was bright red, and Coach makes good wallets. Was that a wallet, a Coach wallet you gave me for Christmas? I gave you a very expensive wallet, yes. But a Coach? Yeah, it was a Coach wallet. Yeah. So I know Coach wallets are solid, Mm -hmm. and I looked at these, and I'm like, would I pull out a red Spider-Man wallet? Hell yes, I'd pull out a red (laughs) Spider-Man
3: wallet. (laughs) It really does kind of walk that line of like, oh man, it's nerdy, but it's also upscale, so it's like, can can I make fun of this guy? I don't know. (laughs) especially at
2: like comic-con again how often do i pull out my wallet too it's i use my iphone yeah so right
1: but then (laughs) arnie was introduced to something that he was not he did not know existed what i saw on
2: twitter that made me go to the coach site and then lead to hundreds of dollars of spending was a bondage bear of captain america (laughs) (laughs) bring out the gimp
1: (laughs) he'd never seen these before because i don't buy these normally do they all
2: look like this? Yeah. <laughs> they all have slave collars on. <laughs> these two I picked actually do look the absolute worst because the colors and things. They have these in multiple sizes. You can get a small one for like 40 bucks. And that Captain America one is a big one. And by the way, I might just want to say that that seam is at a very... un comfortable location on Captain America.
1: and his crotch, the bear crotch.
2: <laughs> but that bear, supposedly, I mean, because it's coach outlet, I don't think these prices really work.
1: No, so it, it's kind of like the, pr- the real prices at TJ Maxx and Ross that you're not paying anywhere near. That's not, yeah, no. Now, they will run some sales off the quote-unquote, sale price."
2: Well, when we bought the first night, it says this bear is worth $600. Whoa. They were having 60% off is what they said everything, so it was $240 for this larger gimp bear.
1: We did not buy the larger <laughs> gimp bear. I just want to make that clear.
2: <laughs> and then a couple of days later, they jumped it to 70% off, so it was $180. It sold out! There's enough people who wanted... To bring out the Captain America gimp. <laughs> it sold out at $180.
1: Now, let me tell you what happened with the Star Wars line. A lot of this stuff ended up on, like, Poshmark. There are people who go and clear out collections like this and then list them for more than retail price when they're sold out on, like, Poshmark or, of course, eBay or anything. But doing it on Poshmark is, like, a huge thing. Now, Arnie was disappointed. I will say this is coach outlet people. So if you're used to buying a coach, this is my first experience. It is not the same experience when they, when you receive them, because usually when you, well, when you buy something from a coach store, you get a very beautiful shipment box. Inside is a lovely, lovely thick cardboard gift box, which has your item in it all nice and tied with coach ribbons and other ribbons they have and then you unbox it and it's this a big experience to unbox your item and it's like this with michael kors too and all the designer purses it's an experience these just were shoved in an envelope
3: that's how you get the outlet pricing right
1: exactly
3: (laughs) now i feel like there's a story with these bears that i'm not getting but i'm kind of piecing together (laughs) Like, no, but look at, I mean, yeah, they do come off like gimp at first, but the more I'm looking at it is they're just using pieces and parts from around the factory of where they're making bags anyway. So like, did somebody one day get bored and make a bear out of the material sitting around and it became a thing? But am I wrong? Like, isn't his nose like on the Captain America bear, like a latch for a purse or something like that? And his eyes? Yeah, I guess it does look that way. I typed Coach Bears.
1: Yeah, you're not going to get that. I got Matt Nagy.
3: <laughs> it's hard to Google, man. That's why it's kind of secretive. <laughs> just get a list of all the guys who have coached the Bears over the years. and
1: <laughs> All I know is Ditka. Huh?
3: <laughs> Maybe some alternate porn sites or something, but not going to get much information on Coach Bag Bears. But yeah, I mean, look, it's just they're using leather that they have laying around, and they're using latches and hooks from the bags they're making.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's completely something pieced together and made.
3: Yeah, like one guy just made a bear like in his off time one day and now it's a thing that they do. Which makes it make it a little bit more sense. Like I didn't understand what the connection with teddy bears and coach bags was.
1: They've been doing these for a long time. I've never had any interest in them and I see them in the stores. I see them online and I've just always been like, yeah, like there's some things you just always pass by and this is... One of them, so...
2: All the times you've gone to coach stores, and in the time we've been together, that has to be in the triple digits now. I've never once noticed a bear.
1: You probably zone out when we go.
2: That's very, very possible, too.
1: You just whip out that credit card and we're good.
2: (laughs) Don't get 10% off with my Marvel credit card at the coach store. No. And that is our show. We are really happy to be back though it was fun talking toys with you again justin always always yeah we're back in the saddle and so hopefully either i get some venom figures or you get some gamerverse figures and we'll be back in a couple weeks
3: with a review of a legends wave nice so all that and more on the
0: next marvelous toys Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. You can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for collectibles, and read articles on Marvel movies, comics, and collecting. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback. You can email us at show at toys.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Find all those links at our website. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Associate produced by Jason Latham. Video editing by Andrew and Daryl. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, Check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Vinganza Media Production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated.
1: I'm sorry you guys know more than you need to about Coach. Uh,
3: That was actually kind of interesting. Yeah.